0: Hello, everyone. Good evening. Welcome back to Tracy's Talk. Now, today I put up on my Facebook a kind of poll um, to see what people would like me to talk about. And the topic chosen was trauma and dealing with trauma. Uh, I feel like I am well enough versed in this topic to be able to give my two cents. Anyway, um, if this helps, you know, anybody currently dealing with something traumatic or dealing with something traumatic that happened, you know, years ago, we can always learn new skills to cope. And so let's see if we can get into some of that today. Um, Personally, I really almost can't remember a time that was almost normal for me as a child. Um, I grew up in a very hectic environment. It was very, you know, there was a lot of things going on basically in my home. And so I almost thought that, you know, what was going on in my home must have been normal as I got older uh, when I would go to my friend's houses per se and their environments were very different than mine I thought well you know what's the disconnect why is everything so hectic with me and it's not so hectic with everyone else like what is maybe it's you know me what's wrong with me per se and so as a child we have that mindset that it's just like you know what did I do to kind of deserve to be in this situation that I'm in? The answer, obviously, is nothing. Um, Nothing that I did, you know, put me in a situation where I was given these circumstances that I was given. So... I would say uh, my earliest traumatic experience was I was about kindergarten age, so five or six. Um, I was sexually abused by a neighbor of mine, and because my abuser had told me not to tell uh, my family, not to you know tell anybody just kind of keep it between him and I Uh, when you're six I don't know about anybody else but I kind of tended to trust the adults that were around me because that's just human nature Um, so for years and years and years I did not tell anybody and usually when it comes to topics like sexual abuse you'll wonder why didn't you tell anybody of course you should tell somebody to a five or a six-year-old little girl that is being told not to tell somebody, you know, I went with whatever the adult was telling me to do and what the adult was telling me not to do. Um, and so I kept it a secret for many, many, many years. I did not tell my mom until I was about 13 or 14 years old. And so by this time, um, you know, Police are really not going to kind of dig into any of that information. Uh, I was interviewed. They tried to track him down. And when he kind of got word that I was talking, he moved immediately. And he was never really located again. And so, you know, that that ended up saving him. Um, But the... Traumatic footprint, I guess you could call it, has and will always be there uh, in my life. Always, you know, in the back of my mind. We always tell people, or I've always heard, you know, you need to get past this. You need to get over this. Uh, when something so significant happens in someone's life, um, there really is no getting over And you can find tools to cope with it as time goes on. When I got old enough that I realized what had happened to me was extremely inappropriate. Um, It made me very sick to think that an adult would take advantage of a child, a little girl, you know, in my situation. And Right now, I'm a mother, and when I found out that I was having a girl myself, I had, as you could say, a breakdown of sorts, and, um, you know, due to the fact that I knew that, you know, how could I protect her from this awful thing? Um, you, know, When she's born, as she gets older, how am I going to be able to do that? There are extremely sick people out in the world that look to hurt children, women, men, children, everything, you know? There are people who do not think of other people. Uh, they only think of themselves and their own gratification. And how, how am I going to be the one to protect her from this? You know, I had to to really sit down and kind of heal with myself. Um, So what I initially did on my own journey, I can't really speak for anybody else's journey, but I can tell you about my own. What I initially had to do was sit down with myself and kind of not, I don't want to say I accepted it, But I was almost at peace with the moment that my childhood kind of was taken from me. It was taken from me, but I realized that it would not be taken from my daughter. And this was where I was going to break the cycle of abuse, of sexual abuse, of any kind of abuse because I have the power to change these circumstances for my child and my children to come whenever that happens. So it took me a long time to kind of say, you know, okay, this happened to me. This was, you know, a circumstance that I went through. Is it painful? Yes. But let me be the one to break the cycle. Let me be the parent that is very, you know, involved with my daughter. I want to know who she's with all the time. And if that makes me a helicopter parent, then that makes me a helicopter parent. But I want my daughter to be able to live out her childhood, to be a kid and not have to worry about adult situations, adult circumstances. I don't want my daughter to live a life where her childhood is taken from her. Because I know how that affects you when you get older. And there is, in my case, the kind of situation where the family of my abuser didn't believe me that you know oh he couldn't do this he can possibly do this yada 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 um as members of his family you know of course they're gonna think he would never do that we always want to think the best of our relatives we don't want to think that the wolf in sheep clothing is our dad or our husband or our you know related to us at all the boogeyman is not you know somebody that you know always it's it's something that exists but it's it can't possibly be somebody that you know well the truth is there are monsters everywhere and monsters are not things that hide under your bed and wait to grab you when you're asleep they are awake during the day they go to work they look like everyone else but the difference is they don't think like everyone else and so with this traumatic situation it you know the sexual abuse was very traumatic but I also had a lot of things going on in my childhood that uh, made me have to really grow up pretty fast I wasn't really able to relish in childhood like my friends were. I kind of had to grow up and almost have the parent mentality as a child instead of, you know, living out my, my youngest years being a kid. Um, so that in itself takes a toll on you as you get older. You really realize that you've been being the adult for quite some time and, you know, Why is that? Why did I have to, you know, grow up in a sense that when I was in elementary school, I'm seeing domestic violence. I'm seeing, you know, all these things that I shouldn't be seeing. My friends aren't seeing these kinds of things. So why am I, you know, Um, dealing with that trauma is really kind of coming to terms with it, realizing that, yes, I'm a survivor, not a victim survivor of abuse sexual abuse I would say emotional abuse at that point um, and I'm not necessarily a victim what I'm going to do with my situation is I'm going to advocate and that's the the best thing about this podcast is I can get my thoughts and my feelings out there without being on YouTube without you know having crazy you know people in my comment section ripping me down for what my eyelashes look like and what my hair looks like at the time i can share what i feel in my you know deepest thoughts and you guys are just here to listen and i think that's a like the most awesome thing about this podcast i can share whatever whenever and you guys are here to listen so thank you for supporting this podcast um I really love seeing that I have listeners. You know, even if it's 12 listeners on an episode, I love that anybody listens to my stuff. So thank you guys so much. Um, just a little random thank you for, for those who listen. Uh, so a big part of my healing process was just coming to terms with I am a survivor and not a victim. Of sexual abuse and just really being the change that I should have seen you know in the world being an advocate for people who are also survivors and not victims you know I feel very strongly about the word survivor versus victim because victim makes us feel like oh poor you you know We didn't choose these circumstances, people that have been through sexual abuse. We don't choose to go through that, but we can choose to overcome it. We don't have to get over it necessarily, but we do need to get into the mindset that we have survived such a horrific thing and that makes us stronger as human beings and In my case, you know, like I said at the very beginning, I can only speak for myself. I can only speak for my experience. But some of the things, and I don't think that I need to go into detail here about every single time that something had happened to me. But every single time that something did happen to me by my abuser, mentally I would almost... Be somewhere else. Even though I was little and I didn't know, you know, what was going on, I didn't know that it was wrong, my mind took me somewhere else because maybe subconsciously I knew that what was going on wasn't something good. It was uncomfortable to go through physically and mentally. And so my mind would wander to you know take me to other places that you know are almost dreams in my little reality i would go to you know situations in my mind where i'm at school and i'm i'm playing with my friends and i'm you know doing this with my friends and i'm doing that with my friends but in reality i'm sitting in front of a grown adult that's taking advantage of the fact that I'm a little girl and I'm not going to fight him and I'm not going to you know necessarily tell on him at this very moment. I'm trusting him and he's taking advantage of a 7-year-old little girl, 6-year-old little girl. So we all have different ways of coping with such traumas and that was mine was to be somewhere else mentally. And my biggest thing today on how to, to help anybody if I can is to kind of have you guys meditate on whatever you've gone through in your life and just sit there and realize that you are a survivor of that that you have went through traumatic situations and you've survived and you are here today in one piece listening to me about my traumas. And you're not a victim, but you're more of a survivor. And meditate on the fact that so many people could not walk in your shoes Meditate on the fact that you are farther today than you were a year ago. And meditate on the fact that every single day from this point forward, you will be farther a year from now than you are today in your healing and in your recovery. Thank you and this episode is dedicated to all of these sexual abuse survivors out there that are listening that have been waiting for this podcast episode to come out that is my biggest message is meditate on the fact that we are still here we are still people we are human we have feelings and I'm here to validate that these are real feelings. But let's focus on breaking the cycle for our children and our grandchildren to come. Let's break the cycle for our own sanity. And let's speak out in being the survivors that we are instead of being the victims that we're not. Thank you guys for really tuning in and listening. And let me know, you know, give me some feedback on my Instagram Um, on Facebook, email. I think my email is listed on my Instagram. So go ahead and um, send me an email if you ever have, you know, a topic you want me to cover. Um, I'm always checking my email. uh, So I'd love to hear from you guys. And thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye.